Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, talking about some mystical ways to protect your energy today. We've talked about practical ways to do it, boundaries and this and that, but what about some like psychic-y stuff that I use that I want to share with you? But first, hey, Scott. Hey, guys. How's it going? So... As we continue our quarantine life together, yes. something flipping nuts happened this week and nobody really cared. Like nobody cared. And basically the Pentagon released videos of unidentified flying objects. And I think we're also like, what? What? That, I, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. I think we're also just pandemic out. Like we're, our brains are numb to it. What do you think about that, Scott? You're red uh, aura. I, you're logical. What do you think about it? think about the release of the ufo thing yeah well i this is the first i'm hearing of it okay so so i would think it would have been more in the news right but yeah and that's the thing like it's not like they keep just talking about like the coronavirus which is you know important but like come on well i mean i don't hear like when i watch the news that's all i ever hear i don't hear yeah. anything like so there could be like a whole there's a whole other world going on probably yeah and i don't hear anything about it so so what it was is the Navy released, um, you know, this UFO videos. And there were three videos. And they were taken, like, in 04 and I think in 2015. Uh-huh. And U.S. Navy aircraft took it. And the Pentagon just called it unidentified aerial phenomena, meaning, like, they don't know what it is. And if you watch the videos, the pilots can be heard, like, being like, what is going on? Like, like saying, how do they do this? How do they do that? Like, and that sells it for me. Like, the pilots are like, what is this? And they said that there's nothing that they know of that could do that. Well, this is good in a yeah. way. Because I am a little psychic myself. Okay. And, you know, I don't know what episode number it was now, but... I've been talking about this, the MIR, like, you know, like yes. you got to protect yourself against these aliens. <laughs> We've been trying to prepare you guys for this for a while. Yeah. You guys thought, you know, a few weeks back, I don't know, it was a few weeks, but like maybe a month or two back when I met MIR, right. mental, intuition, right, and resources, resources, you know, and, you know, I talked about it and, you know, I got a lot of slack for that. You know, yeah. people are like, what is he talking about? You're going like, to take your dog and take its urine and we, throw it on an alien? Okay. Well, you have to backtrack. Because not everybody heard okay. our Starseeds episode. Oh, so what right. is MIR? Because you researched ways yes. to fend off an alien. And okay. that's where you came up with MIR. Okay. So explain that to people. Okay. So MIR, <laughs> for those of you that are new to the podcast, yes. I do recommend going back and listening to that podcast. It's the Starseeds episode. Yes. Okay. M, mental uh, like m- mindfulness. Like you have to be like mentally prepared. Like you like, can't let them mentally into your brain. Lock them. Right. Okay. I for intuition mm-hmm. and that like use your intuitive powers. Okay. Like how? Well, like, you know, maybe, maybe you could like throw a, like a salt lamp at them or something. Okay. Or maybe read their tarot cards. Okay. Or possibly like a, their if they like, have palms. Like their aura color? Yeah. Read their, like for you like would be their aura colors. green. Yeah. You're green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And the last one is, what was it? Time tested resources. Resources. Which, which I have, messed up. Yeah. Which you have to clarify are liquids. They're liquids. <laughs> Urine is a big one. Apparently, they come light yeah. years, billions of years yeah. here. But if you throw urine at them, yes. they'll go away. It doesn't even have to be human. It could be like dog, as I have discovered. Can it be like like just cleaning supplies? You could. Yeah. You, you could do that. Like if you have any, like uh, I just bought like, you know, some bee killer for yeah. you know, like a hive. Like I think you could like spray that on them. Right. Like anything that like get on them. They yeah. Don't, they don't like that. Right. You know, you asked me how I know this. Yes. I don't know. Well, you did major research for our Starseeds episode yeah, about how to fend yeah. off. I mean, I could be totally wrong. The though. aliens. But anyway. I think it'll work. I think it'll work. So, like, my question is, is because, like, growing up, you know, my mom's a psychic. I say this all the time. She always said, I hear them listening to us. I hear them watching us. And she was dead serious, you know. Yeah. Like, she would say she, and she's not that crazy. You right. know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> she can function in normal society. So it's not like she's just a ranter. Like she would say like they're paying attention and, and she would tell me like, they're just, they're just, it's a matter of time before they step in, which all, all right. which, you know, that's not what you tell your kid because I can't even watch well, alien movies now. It's true. It freaks me out. But if you're saying it, one of the videos was from 2004 yeah, and now it's 2020. Right. So that's 16 years. But like, one was from 2015. Okay. And the program was canceled in 2017. So 
Right. It was an underfunded, you know, they, they just reappropriated the funds. What were the aliens doing from 2004 to 2020? That's all they caught. You know, it doesn't mean that they weren't, like, the same things weren't happening. Those just mm-hmm. happened to be on film. But, like, what are they waiting for then? You know, now, so here are some theories. Okay. So, like, Ancient Aliens is a big show, and a lot of people watch it. And, like, it's funny, because if you watch it, and, like, you go research some of this stuff, it's easily debunked. You know, like, uh-huh. like sometimes they'll put on things that they say are fact that have already been, you know, intelligently debunked. Okay? But... It does make you think. And, like, every culture has some sort of lore about extraterrestrial, you know, beings enhancing their society or giving them some sort of information that made them more, um, like, sophisticated. And there are theories that, like, we as humans are actually, like, mutated DNA, from aliens like they're kind of like harvesting us or something or like creating us i mean i'm not saying these this is what i believe or this is real these are theories i I don't think i taste very good and that might go back to why i don't use that much soap so they wouldn't eat me you know you're very undesirable right so i try to keep myself a little undesirable (laughs) i don't shave that often right so that you know yeah like it's gonna hurt going down yeah they're smoother people yeah so this is actually good for me some people say that they're waiting for us um to be on the brink of climate issue where they come in and save us or they come in and implement their form of organization to fix it i mean i mean look they really are taking their sweet time here though (laughs) they are we're like getting towards brinking time yeah i mean come on already what are you waiting for some people say that they took out dinosaurs so that humans (laughs) could live here and that's how the dinosaurs were i mean these are like actual right. working theories like people i mean do cling to yeah. and i don't make fun of them because like i really do feel like there are extraterrestrials but you know what i, I read this one and, I, and this was interesting some some people are saying like these aircrafts are humans from the future that time warped what funny yeah and we're actually seeing future humans okay and yeah, now, now and just, messing with the time warp situation. You're, you're, you're blowing my mind. Yeah. I know. I mean... That stuff stresses you out. I mean, there, I mean, there's so many holes. There's so many possibilities. Yeah. I mean, where's, like... like You know how, like, everyone sees it, like, for 10 seconds and then it leaves? Yes. Like, where does it go? It, it, like, like, it could... Well, you watch Star Wars. Like, what's yeah. that button like, Oh, press? like, uh, hyperspeed? Yeah. Mm. Hyperspeed. Okay. See how you understand All right, so you it just, now? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, I could be convinced. I mean... It's hyperspeed. Yeah. Yeah, because they do, they, like, and and the videos, like, the Navy pilots are, like, there's no way, like, anything could move like that or against certain wind forces or, th- it's definitely yeah, something. not any, and they said, like, straight up, like, we don't know what it is, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, all right. It's crazy, but I, what I find most fascinating is, I like that they released it now, like, you know, they've, it's, yeah, they've been around these videos and stuff, it's not like, this is the first time we're hearing about it, but like I think the Pentagon kind of like I don't know when when they do something, we're all like, oh, okay, and it's kind of like, so this is real, you know, and nobody cares because we're all stuck inside. It just is a crazy sign of the times, if you yeah. ask me. Well, I definitely think it's a possibility that there are aliens living among us, like you know, like Men in Black. Well, that's like Star Seeds, like when yeah. I talk about them. Yeah, but they're like humans who see different people see them different ways the way i see star seeds is with i see everything with auras so like i see people with certain auras and i can tell if this is like their first or so incarnation is human and in their past incarnations they were other life forms that's a like, star seed that's a star seed okay so and we've talked about that like keanu star reeves seed. is a star yeah seed. like we know that, when right. i see keanu and i'll see other people too and and some are good and some aren't that great like i i talked um i was on nancy anderson um we did an ig live and we talked about reptilians which is like a whole other species of star seed situation but they're not okay. good and my own experience with one am i a reptilian no am i a star seed no, Scott. I'm not a star seed. Dude, you're human through and through. Is this my first time on the planet? <laughs> well, I just see it in aura color. Like maybe like 10,000 lifetimes ago, you were something else. I mean, energy doesn't go away. This is what, see, you guys have to understand, okay. like if you could see his face right now, he gets very stressed out and like then he gets all mortality and he doesn't understand it and <laughs> we need to put yeah. on a baseball game for him or something just to calm him down. 
So <laughs> what you're saying is every time that I've been reincarnated, yeah, I've been reincarnated on Earth and not like yeah, I some feel galaxy like far, your, far away. In your very most incarnations, yeah. Okay, so I've never left but the I planet. But I think all our energy precedes Earth being. All our okay. energy precedes Earth. Right. Like energy... Like if you, I mean, energy precedes this earth. So what were you before there was such a thing as human? You know, think about that. How many times have I been reincarnated and lived in India? I don't know. I don't do past life stuff. You know that. China? I mean, the odds are I'm going to go there. Yeah, that's your next lifetime. Yeah, I'll probably be Chinese. You're going to be Chinese Scott. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Or Indian Scott. Indian Scott. Yeah. Or maybe something else, like maybe Norwegian Scott. The odds of that would be so (laughs) slim. Norwegian because there's like eight billion people. And you know, it'd be really hard to be like New Zealand, Scott. Like, yeah, because no, there's only very there. small population. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to be New, New Zealand. You could Scott, be New though. Zealand, Scott. You can be a Kiwi. All right. Well, when I knew we were going to talk about some UFO stuff, yeah, uh, I came up with an idea. Right. You know, because like a lot, like like we said, a lot of people like a Keanu Reeves type, but there could be some people that really are aliens. And we wanted to find. I wanted to find out. I made a list. I wanted to find out if these people are just like crazy off the wall. Right. Or are they off this planet? Off this planet. So the game is, are they off the wall? Off the wall. Just like nuts. Right. Like, you know, Jim Carrey used to be kind of kooky. Or are they off this planet? Off this planet. Okay. Okay. So here's my list. The first one I came up with was RuPaul. Okay. RuPaul, purple and blue, off the wall. He's off the wall. But, you know, honestly, I'm going to say about RuPaul, he feels actually quite down to earth and, like, okay. he kind of knows what he's doing. And So it's an act. He's more, like, eccentric, but mm-hmm. not not so much. He's a good businessman. I mean, look right. what he's done with himself. Yeah. Do you think, like, on, like, Sunday morning, he just, has, like, has a coffee? Yeah. Sits there? I bet you he dresses so flippin' normal. Like, he's so, sh- like, you know, like, straight as an arrow. You know, not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. whatever. I think he's just wearing, like, sweatpants. Yeah. Like, like the just, rest of us. Right. <laughs> You know, listening to like Beethoven or something. Yeah, like super not fabulous, just regular. All right. So he's just like (laughs) not, he's not even off the wall. He's just off the wall for the character. Yeah, yeah, his character. Yeah, that's a character. All right. So here's one that I clearly think has got to be off this planet. Okay. Ramona from New York Housewives. Oh my gosh. She's off the planet. Turtle time. She, that's, you don't watch this show. (laughs) You don't know what that means. She just seems like she's off the planet. She's off the wall. Off the wall. She's so off the wall, you know. Yeah. She's, uh, she's a character. She's a character. Yeah. All right. All right. This one definitely is off this planet. Okay. Dennis Rodman, the ex-basketball player for the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Dennis Rodman is off. just really purple. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, like, he is... Like, wasn't he best friends with Kim Jong-un? Yeah. He's had a lot of situations okay. throughout his life. And you know what? There's some show I want to watch. Oh, my God. What's it called? I forget. Ah, it's going to drive me insane. But... We have to watch it. And okay. I forgot it was going to be the next thing I forced you to watch. But um, it depicts him back in the day, like when it was like, and, and all the other main players around that time. Um, the main And I just want to see how he was in his element. You know what I mean? But I, he's just super purple and he doesn't care. So and he's, he just. He's not an alien. No. Looks like an alien. Yeah. Sure. He acts like what you'd think a stereotype. See, that's funny. Like the aliens, like the star seeds, yeah. they're actually quite sophisticated people and that don't act off the wall. Okay. All right. Next one. Okay. I have Kristen Dopey. Kristen Dowdy? Yeah. From Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Kristen Dopey. Dowdy? 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 I don't know. I forget. Sorry. Whatever. She's just really purple. She, but she's off the wall. She's a little off the wall. Yeah, I was thinking like for her, like I was like, on the fence. I'm like, is she an alien or off the wall? I think she'd agree wall. with she's a little off the wall. You know, you can be off the wall in a good way. You know, yeah. She I, like I like we talk about the show once in a while because every once in a while we'll like tune in, and I always just feel bad for her. Like she's always just going through something. Yeah, I mean, I watched that one episode. She like she really looked. She's insane. crying the whole time. Yeah, she was crying. Very sad. Going crazy. All right, what about Pete Davidson? Yeah, I worry about that kid. You know, another purple. It seems like there's a trend here. Like you think purple people, well, Ramona's yellow, but you think purple people are off the wall or off the planet. Off the planet. Yeah. Yeah, Like he seems off the planet. He's just really purple. He's very Um, self-destructive. I actually think he has a mental illness like that he talks about. (laughs) I'm over five here. Yeah. You're just going after the uh, the people who are a little crazy. This one definitely, this guy is totally out of his mind. Okay. Uh, Kanye East. I mean West. Oh, well. <laughs> I think they have a kid named East. They probably do. Northeast. No, it's Northwest. I think North. Is, By Northwest. No, they have a kid named North. Northwest? 
Uh, well, his last name is West. Oh, yeah. So it's North. <laughs> Who does that? And I forget the other kids' names. Okay. But, like, he is clearly not on his You would go nuts. We, you're, you, would read, you would read rant if you heard all their names. Yes, I would. Um, he's green and purple. And he, he might think he's, like, from another planet. I think right. he would love to, like, perpetuate that. Um, but he's just, you know, kind of full all of right. himself. All right. So, Here's the thing. Yeah. Give me if okay. I I realize we we named six people, and I think all six people you said are off the wall. They're right. not off this planet. Yeah. But if there is like a one percent chance, right? And of those six, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to. Okay. If you had to pick one of those six, who you could say, you know what? Maybe they really are an alien. Which one are you going with? Of the six, of, it's Con- I, I guess Kanye. Kanye. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or or Rodman. 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 Or Pete Davidson. No. No. Ramona, no. no. All right. So what are we talking about today? So if you've been following me and listening to these podcasts, you know already that I talk a lot about protecting your energy from low vibrations, especially as an empath. And remember, I, you know, in aura color, empaths are your purples, blues, indigos, and turquoises. And the thing is, is we just have less boundaries than other auras. And it's just our journey in this life to know that and make arrangements so that we're not getting drained. And yeah, I've done multiple, I mean, so many episodes about this um, because I, I really do, this is my passion for, for you to empower you. For example, like episode 21 was my most recent empath boundaries. Episode four was the recovering empath. Episode six, I talked about empaths and narcissists. And then like episode 14, I did a empath holiday pep talk. So yeah, this has been like, this is my thing. And I talk about it a lot. So because many of us are basically programmed to believe that being protected from others who have ulterior motives is selfish. So like when you, you know, say no to somebody or you put up a boundary, like you're the mean one or whatever, you're not lovable or whatever your programming says. That's basically what all those episodes talk about. But anyhow, this particular episode goes a little bit deeper into what to do when these low vibes are feeling like really messy on you. So like, what do I mean by that? Well, Everyone has the ability to absorb low vibe energy. It's kind of like getting really immersed in the 3D or the third dimension. I talked about that in episode 28, which just means the issues of the material world. So things like drama, you know, cyclical issues, which never have solutions, you know, patterns that never quite get figured out or solved, Um, you know, getting stuck or stagnant, you know, how other people's problems play out on your life. Listen, I see people all the time wearing, energetically wearing the problems of others. And, And some of it is just part of your life. Like you can't really get rid of it. Like for, you know, I'll see a person, you know, their sibling's an addict, you know, like that's something that they have to deal with. They can't just, it, it's, it's going to affect them or someone's married and their spouse has some things to figure out and they're in a weird spot and you live with them, you know, like that's, it's like you're absorbing it and, and you're stuck there or that you have a coworker that has it out for you and you don't really have specific evidence, but you just like feel it really strongly. That's when people get like messy on you. And what do you do when it's kind of just part of your life and you can't control it? And that's, that's huge. So here's the thing. I deal in energy all day long. Like I swim in people's lives. You know, I dive in, I get in there, I immerse, you know, I get the good stuff. I get the tough stuff. I get the stuff that's not so awesome. And and I feel it all. So in my own readings, I, you know, have to protect myself from holding on to any residue of that, you know, which I absorb. And I have many self-care practices that can work for anyone because I've tried them all. And it's a journey and I'm not like perfect at it, but I do have ways to do it that you need to know for your own life, for the stuff you can't control. Also, just like anyone else, I too have people in my life that I feel have weird issues with me, which have like nothing to do with me. And like, I'll feel it. And the old me 
I would own it. Like I would try to be super nice to them or I'd try to prove them wrong or I'd, or, or I'd go opposite. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to go totally MIA on them. I'll be invisible when I am around them so they don't notice me. But I don't really do that anymore because I can't hide for others comfort factors and neither can you. Here's the thing. Dimming your light for others is not an option, but there's a price for that. There's a price for that. There's a price for dimming your light too. And there's a price for not dimming your light, but I'll tell you what's better. It's better to pay the price when you don't dim your light because that's where growth happens. And I can help you with that with some tools for dealing with the negative attention you can attract when you choose not to lower your vibe to match other people's. Because here's the thing, when you have a higher vibration, two things are going to happen. Either people are going to be completely attracted to you, which will happen, and they'll be your people, or you're going to get a different type of attraction. You're going to get the low vibe people who want to pull you down because all of a sudden you feel uncomfortable to them. A lot of my clients go through this. They go through some sort of spiritual journey and all of a sudden friends that they've had forever start saying things to them, you know, try to take them down. What are you wearing? You know, who are you talking to? Uh, really? You're going to do that? That doesn't even sound like you. You know, you're going to hear stuff like that from them. And what they're really trying to do is make you more comfortable for them vibrationally, energetic wise. Okay. So that happens all the time and and you have to kind of see it and understand what it is and um, make a choice. Do I dim my light? Do I lower my vibe or do I choose not to? Okay. But if you choose not to, you're going to need some skills. So Again, empaths, these are your purples, your blues, your indigos, and your turquoises. They will often turn down their magic. They'll turn down their light. They'll turn off their sparkle in order to avoid the thoughts, feelings, and judgments of the people in their circles. But when you start doing that, um, well, when you start not doing that, yeah, you're going to get attacked. And it's not always to your face. Like that, that happens, but then it's not, you know, they're talking about you, you know, and you're still going to feel it. It's going to feel like anxiety. It's going to feel like discomfort. It's going to feel like a general feeling of unease. You can get like obsessive about it. You can start feeling like paranoid. Like, are they talking about me? You have to under, like, am I paranoid? Am I a paranoid person? You know, you got to like level with yourself a little bit. Like, is this who I am? Um, am I this person? Because if you're not, okay, like naturally, then you're really picking up on them. So it's important to like talk to yourself a little bit. So anyway, so yeah, so you're going to feel all that stuff. And for example, okay, recently, and this is not a unique incident, but this is the most recent which is a good example. I had a reading with this woman and man, she was finally dating this great guy. Okay. And they were like really meshing while it was wonderful. He he was divorced. Like he was completely divorced from his ex for a while. Like it was overdone. Okay. And the ex was cyber stalking my client. Like, and, and the ex was like contacting my client's friends, you know, saying all sorts of slandering stuff about the guy, about her, about all this stuff. And then like the, this ex, this crazy ex was using like fake accounts to go after my client to like, you know, stalk her stuff on social media, stalk her kids, do all, you know, it was cr- crazy. And more than anything, my client who was doing you know, a purple and blue aura, she just felt icky about it you know, and she was getting angry and she was getting like really lowered vibrationally. And she, she started absorbing the crazy ex's pettiness. Like she, and then she started getting her friends to go, you know, private investigator on the ex-wife and, and she got herself a fake account to counter spy. And she started getting in her head about the whole situation. Like what, like what happened? Like what, you know, whatever she was saying about her ex and the, the relationship they had together, it was getting in her head and it was affecting a really good relationship she had finally found with this man. The thing is, is like as an empath, you can absorb all sorts of awesome things, but you can absorb bad things too. So empaths can absorb the petty energy of people attacking them. Even if they're attacking you behind your back, even if they're attacking you not to your face, you'll feel it. It's it's kind of like 
feeling a storm coming in, like, oh, it's like an unease in the air, like a crackle in the energy around you. Like, you know, something's going on and you can start getting really stressed out about trying to prove it or invested in like, what is this? Or like, I want to find... As soon as, like, stop yourself right there. Like, as soon as you feel that need to go down there to, like, investigate it or prove it or whatever, stop yourself. And think about ways to, like, actually heighten yourself instead. That's, like, just, that takes practice. But, um, again, notice who you are versus who they are. Okay, are these my insecurities or are they their insecurities? Why do I feel the need... These are questions you ask yourself to defend myself against what they think. I love this quote. I don't know who said it, like, um, but what others think of me is none of my business. Like, I love that. Like, and like, of course, as an empath, you're going to care and you're going to feel it and it's going to be on your mind and it's going to stress you out. I'm not saying it won't, but if you just, you know, that's none of my business, you know, like, I love that. And, and another mantra that I use in my own life is like, don't own it. You know, sometimes I'll be around people and I know they need me to be lower vibrationally than I am. So it makes them feel better about themselves or whatever. Not so much recently, but this is like more when I was going through times of spiritual journeying and I had, you know, different change-ups with groups of people around me or whatever. And, And don't own it got me through a lot of hard times because we as empaths have these like habit of mind things going on where we just, um, we don't even think about it. We just start turning down our magic, dimming our light, turning off our sparkle. Like immediately we start pleasing the unpleasable, you know, going, gravitating towards the toxic people before the people that accept you. You know, we have these needs to heal others. And why, when we do that, do we hurt ourselves first to make them feel better about them? You know, it's kind of like, um, if I, there's this book, this is off topic. I'm homeschooling. So this is like on my mind. It's called the rainbow fish. (laughs) And like, I totally don't agree with this book. Okay. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever read the rainbow fish and I have it. And like, I read it to my daughter and it's just like, and basically this fish is really sparkly and everybody else hates the fish for being sparkly. So like the wise octopus tells this fish, like, we'll give everyone else your sparkly, you know, scales and then they'll like you. And that's what the fish does. And then the fish doesn't sparkle anymore, but at least he has friends. I like, I just, maybe there's another interpretation, but I like, I feel like that's really screwed up. Anyways. I digress, (laughs) but okay. So back to my client. All right. So, you know, she had to understand that like she could not control this woman's actions towards her. Like this lady was going to continue to cyber stalk her and just be generally freaky and stalky and creepier and creep on her and whatever, but she could block her on social media. You know, she could totally disengage energetically from it. She could call off her friends. You know, she could, she could tell her, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, like I do not, not giving that any energy when you cut the cord because there is a cord that this energy cord that connects you to other people all the time when you cut that I'll tell you those people who feed off that connection they feel it and that is the greatest revenge anyhow apathy is your best comeback repeat that to yourself. Apathy is my best comeback. Like seriously, do not care. It takes work. It does. Cause, and it's okay. Like if you care, like I still care, like it's okay, but you might just be feeling their care, honestly. Um, and like you think like who's, you know, these people, like they, it, it's hard, you know, and it depends on the situation. You know, this is where I get a little mystical. Okay. Because sometimes it's a lot and you do need to protect your space. So let's say you're feeling others on your vibe, the coworker, you know, the relative, the, 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 the spouse, the person you can't exactly get away from at this time. Okay. Like you're in it. Um, you know, the crazy ex, whoever, sometimes it's a lot and you just have to like cleanse your immediate space. You have to take inventory of what can I control and deal with just that. And so when you're feeling others on your vibe, you do have to cleanse. So white candles, I mean, like I said, this is where I get a little mystical. Like white candles are huge for me. 
I prefer them to be very pure, like if they're handmade and like well done, I'm like into that. Okay. But white is the best color nonetheless. And like really burn them. Um, and like when you're doing it, ask the white light of spirit to come and protect you. I often say nothing but the white light is welcome here. Like I will say that very firmly, um, you know, before bed, you know, before just my readings before, just when I'm feeling off energetically, it's like right there and have faith that that which is greater than us will, you know, will take that, will shoulder that burden for you. Also, it goes without saying sage. It's helpful. There's no correct way to do it. Everyone's like, how do I do it? Tell me what to say. It's like, just do it. Like, just feel it. Just like be invested in that moment when you're doing it. It smells and everybody in the house is going to complain about it. You know, do it anyhow. I often see that like, if you do it in places, my own tip, like where you get stuck energetically, it's good. Like the chair you're always looking at your phone in or, you know, your bedroom or your laptop or like your office, like whatever. And if you can open a window, that's like bonus. That's very helpful. Salt. Many ways salt is helpful. Okay. Salt lamps are super good. Um, Himalayan salt lamps. There's like fake ones and then there's like good ones. You have to kind of do your research a little bit. They supposedly like clean the air and they help people breathe better and whatnot. The theory is they pull in particles in the air and then they release negative ions. So ions getting all green here. Okay. Ions are molecules that have undergone a change in charge. So negative ions gain an electron. So I don't know what that means, but basically it's the same thing that happens like after a storm passes through and you know how the world feels like fresh or like how you feel at the beach with all the salt water in, in the environment. So that's like where a lot of negative ions are. It just kind of feels crisper or like more refreshing. So is there scientific evidence that like any of this does this around a salt lamp? Of course not. No, but um, they totally make me happy and I love my salt lamp and I recommend it. I just, I'm very attached to my salt lamp. Crystals. Okay. Oh my God. This has to be a whole podcast. This has to be a whole podcast. The crystal thing. This would be like a top to bottom, like like eight hour podcast. And I would need somebody on here who's like a true expert. Like I do like my crystals. Like I'm not crystal crazy. Like some people are very into the crystals and they're, they're interesting, you know, to, to listen to. I do feel that crystals are tools to help you protect and hold energy and hold intentions. And, you know, it's important to cleanse them um, every once in a while so you don't regurgitate old patterns or whatever. And I love like programming them with intentions and keeping them as like reminders. And as an empath who, you know, needs protection and boundaries, um, there are some amazing crystals that allow you to separate from low vibe energy. I feel like they are really helpful and I use them myself. So there's a lot of options. Okay. But like, you know, some, the four, you know, good ones are like rose quartz because it's about self-love and releasing the past and healing old emotional wounds. Amethyst is really good. Um, controlling anxiety, you know, protecting from others intentions. Um, obsidian, obsidian's real good. It blocks psychic attacks. That's what we're talking about. When you feel someone kind of on your vibe, they're kind of like in your, in your zone, they're on your mind. Obsidian's a good one. Um, that, you know, blocks those psychic attacks. It protects your energy and it transmutes like the negative energy into positive. And then satellite's really good too, because it helps your intuition. So you can kind of decipher what you're wearing versus who you are. So it gives you clarity. Like, okay, when we're talking about, is this me or is it them? Am I paranoid or am I picking, or am I absorbing their paranoia? Like, what is this? Um, I'm particularly attached to a stone who my friend Danielle gave me, um, sometimes I tag her because she makes me really beautiful bracelets, um, gypsy uh, girl gems, which I'll tag again at some point on my stories. But she gave me this stone called an Apache Tear, and it's a type of obsidian. It's a round stone, has a beautiful, very bittersweet um, Native American legend attached to it. That's why it's called that. But like it's a round stone, and it's used specifically for psychic protection. And specifically so that you're heightened to notice the situations which are menacing in your life. It's just helpful for me because I'm a healer and it allows me to stay safe. I've talked about this a lot. I am very blessed and fortunate that 99.9% of the people I read are beautiful, wonderful, good souls. Like people who are lovely. And I truly 100% (laughs) owe this to my guides and the spiritual work that I've done 
and understanding, you know, when to call something a red flag or not to read somebody, listen to my gut, things like that. When I first started, it was harder. You know, I had to go through some really scary stuff, which I'll talk about one day where I had, I had to deal with people with negative energy and things like that. But anyways, it, it's a, I really love my Apache chair. It helps me a lot. I wear it all the time. So um, here's the thing with crystals. I see them as tools. I don't put like faith in them. I don't, I don't feel like they're my deity, you know, like they're not God. Okay. They're just, for me, they're reminders. And I feel like they assist me in helping me to stay grounded. And they just make me feel good to have them and wear them and remind myself that I need to be energetically protected and I have to have boundaries in my life as a highly sensitive person. And it's just that extra step, you know, like where it's like you can put up boundaries, you can say these things, you can do this, but then if you have some sort of token of it, it kind of helps you feel more energetically protected. And I know objects hold energy. You ask any psychic, a lot of them will get messages from holding objects, metal, jewelry, things like that. Um, it's funny. My, my husband has a coin from, oh, I'll have him talk about this. My husband has a coin that he gets, he got from his grandpa and he keeps it in his wallet. And it was so crazy. We were doing like a Skype interview before this whole pandemic thing. We were being looked at for a show and, um, we, they wanted uh, my daughter, Brianna, to give a reading to my husband, Scott, on, on Skype. So, you know, Brie just was like, I, I don't know, let me have the coin. This is just organic for her. And she took the coin and she described um, my husband's grandfather to him. And my husband, Scott, started coughing and gagging. <laughs> was really a scene and crying. It was really the scene. Like, like, and he was like, Oh my God, I can't like, he was having like a lot of, um, well, he was channeling his grandpa with, is what was happening, but he didn't know that. And he's red aura. So he was like fighting it or whatever. But like, man, that was a scene. And we would have gotten on that show too, but they told us that the pandemic shut the whole thing down. But I wish I had that video because it was crazy. It was just crazy. But anyway, she got it all from holding the coin. So objects hold energy and um, it's kind of a thing that many psychics will will utilize, okay? Obviously, my daughter can do that and others can too. Um, So it's not like this unheard thing to have a belief that like a crystal can hold an intention or have an ability to assist you in something that you already have an intention for. That's the thing. It can't do it for you, but it's a tool to help you along the way as long as you're aligned to that, like anything in life. Like, you know, nothing's going to happen for you if you're not like committed, you know, subconsciously and consciously. Finally, I I pray a lot. I really do. I pray a lot. If you've ever had a reading with me, you know, via phone or in person, we pray first. It's my way of making sure the messages are not from me, but they're from that, which is greater than us. And the intention for each session is for me to be a vessel for those messages and not have any attachment to them whatsoever. But in daily life, with interactions with these lower vibration people, you need to do the same. You can pray. You can say like before you walk into a situation that you know you have to go into, that you know lowers your vibe, that you know makes you feel uneasy, you can pray, you know, in whatever way makes you feel comfortable, you can ask a higher source, you know, to make sure you're walking in the white light to, to make sure that you know who you are versus when you're wearing them to, to give you clarity. And sometimes clarity comes with compassion, you know, like it's not, sometimes these people who are, you know, attacking you, you can look at them and you can be like, I, you know, I, you can see them with, it's kind it's God's way. You see them with love. When you look through the lens of love, instead of like, judgment or anger or, you know, anything like that or fear. When you look at them through love, you can be like, you can see their wounds and you can see where they're coming from and you can see how they're victimized or they're insecure, whatever their issues are. And with compassion, you, they lose their power, honestly, because you just see them and you're like, you know what? You can just give them without saying it. You can just send them love you know, and also you can see them in that compartmentalized, um, clear version that God can give you of them through that lens. And then it's kind of looking at a kid, 
you know, on a, you know, who's having a bad day. You know, you take a four-year-old personally, if they're going to have a temper tantrum at you. No, you're not going to do that. Don't take your 47-year-old, you know, coworker personally when she has a temper tantrum towards you. It's the same thing when you look at it through the lens of love and praying can help you do that. Um, you just do have to protect your energy from the needier people, you know, the vampires, the people that need to feel like victims and are going to use you as their potential perpetrator of that narrative, the leeches, you know, the people that never get better yet always need fixing. Um, they're always very well disguised. Sometimes these are the people that need to be blocked because they drain you like a battery. It's not selfish to protect yourself. And routines and rituals like the ones I've described can help you remind yourself that you're safe and that you're in charge of your own energy. And even before I end, I I forgot to mention, but this is like essential oils. Like I don't use a lot of them because I'm very sensitive to it. And I only do like one at a time, but they help me too. Like I'll use like um, good vibes or de-stress, you know, uh, I have different combinations that I'll use to de-stress myself or to raise my vibe or, and, and sometimes just like the smell of it, you know, just taking a whiff and just being like, okay, centering myself, that can help me too. Just another um, aromatherapy, you know, hit the senses in order to heighten your sixth sense, which is the one that we're talking about today, your vibration that always needs to be protected. Hey, Scott, um, welcome back. You were, what were you doing? You you were like running around during that. Well, you know, I got really nervous from our original conversation. So I actually was getting to my MyR and uh, I got that. I got it stored. It's in the pantry. You collected it. But uh, so yeah, just fill me in. What was going on? Okay. So I wasn't planning on telling this story when I was doing my, my thing, Okay, but tell us about, I was telling about how Brianna for that Skype, that sizzle reel. Remember we didn't get the project because of the quarantine, but like she did the reading for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about that. Tell us about the coin. Tell us about what happened. Well, okay. That. So they, yeah, they, they, they wanted Bree to do a reading and, uh, I said, all right, why don't, you know, use me. That's, you know, I don't care. And, um, so I have this coin that is my grandfather's coin, my, on uh, my mother's side, uh, my grandfather, uh, Papa Irving. And it's like this most powerful, unbelievable coin. Like it's incredible. Um, you know, he, he left it to us and I can't touch the coin. If I touch the coin, uh, for like more than a second, I start to like feel really strange and I like I start gagging and I feel like I'm going to throw up and I have to like release the coin. I mean, I'm hoping now just not talking about the coin that this happens to me because, you know, it's like it feels very uncomfortable. So it's, I guess it's like some sort of maybe his energy going through me. I don't know. But you keep it in your wallet. I do keep it in my wallet, yes. but it, it's in my wallet and it's in like yeah, a, a pouch. He's trying to take it out. Please don't touch no, it. I'm not no, I'm not going to touch it. Then you start coughing. No, no, I'm not going to touch it. I'll take a picture of it <laughs> yes. and I can put it on my story. Yes. But I don't ever touch it, you know, unless, you know, like Brie wanted to do the reading. So yeah. I, I did touch it for that cause, but I don't take it out. But I, I keep it in my wallet because my lucky coin. Uh, but if I touch it. And what happened when crazy. she read you? So she, you know, she was interviewing for um, a TV show. And so I took out the coin and... You know, I you know the people probably thought I was doing it for <laughs> like to it get the so to get the to get the TV show for her. <laughs> I know, but no, I was like, I was like, he was like dying, gagging. You were. It um, was very. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, and you know, it, it's very powerful. I mean, I'm scared of the coin in some ways, but yeah. it's, but it's also my lucky coin, so I don't go anywhere without it. Yeah, uh, it's like you know, I you know, so uh, but I just don't touch it anymore because like I you know when I used to touch it, I, I any single time I touch it. What I did she say sick. when she was holding it? She was getting like images of my grandfather. I wish I had that video. Was, yeah, they have. Well, they, they do, do. The production somewhere. company does yeah. somewhere. Uh, I'm sure we'll shoot it again at some point in the future. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the coin right now, and I'm terrified of it. But it's like, uh, but you know, when you say terrified, like, do you think that's just your ego, fearful of? Well, I don't want to get the, the feeling. Yeah, the power of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like but, a very but powerful But the power point. itself, do you feel like that's bad or good? No, he's, he's good. It's good. It's good, yeah, right. it's good power, yeah. I yeah. think like with I'm you... I'm just scared of getting sick. Well, you don't like losing control. Right. And channeling someone, maybe this is why you don't see a lot of red aura psychics. Yeah. You know, like channeling somebody means you have to lose your control. Yeah. And you don't like that. No, they like, for whatever reason, like I'm kind of like 
I'm trying to like block it off, but like I'm like this gateway for spirits now. I know you really and they, are. Like the you know going way back to like I can't remember episode two or three. The guy that died on nine eleven. Yeah, he was coming through. I know. Uh, we yeah. did a that was like a whole story. We did a true crime. You did a true crime podcast. Oh, I did. Yes. And you were talking about the people that died. It hasn't released were, yet. Hasn't released yet. They were coming through. Yeah. Uh, you know, anytime you get like you you know like these mediumship stories, they'll come through me. I get all like jittery and I'm like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to throw up every time. Our friend, our mutual friend's dad passed away yes. recently and you started, you just were checking on her and then your head started hurting. And yeah, you were like, yeah. you asked her like, did your dad have a head issue or something? And, and he did, you know? You, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, um, I started having like this headache and I was talking to her. She's, you know, she's amazing. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we've known her for for a while. Yeah. She's from New York. And uh, her, her dad just recently passed. And I, like, even right now, like my, you know, it's kind of weird, feeling a little strange. But, yeah. uh, and then I asked, like, I knew the, like, I don't know, like, how would I know, like, someone who died their aura colors? I'm like, I know this guy's red and blue. Yeah. I know this guy's red and blue. And I asked her on, on text or DM, I said, Is he, was your dad, you know, what were your dad's colors? She didn't know it. So I came down, I asked you, and you said, oh, he's red and blue. Yeah. And I, you know, I told her and, you know, it made yeah. perfect sense to her, she, you know. But, yeah, he was coming through. Yeah, you get, like, messages, like, a lot lately. Like, the, the dead people will channel through you and yeah. stuff. I think because you just work with me and, like, we're so close. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is, like, dead people will be. I have to do a, a mediumship episode because yeah. it, it truly is a yeah. remarkable experience but right. can very much change you. No, it's true. And the the thing I think what I think what's happening and again I'm red so I know this could sound like a total bunch of BS to people but it's, it is true and I do believe it uh I think like I'm like kind of like a gate like so many people come to you yeah and like you get like hundreds and hundreds of messages and right. you know I know you want to help everyone but they don't always get through to you yeah. so I think some some of these people that have passed yes. use me to get to you and Dead I'm going to just tell you you know there was I'm not going to say who it was or anything like that. there was someone that very prominent that died in the news uh recently oh within yes. the last few months yes oh uh, yeah this is crazy yeah and i'm i'm not gonna tell the story i can't mention names yeah but i had like it was over like and it's just weird you know they they reached out someone you know relative reached out and then something quirky happened yeah I, I don't know, terrible telling stories yeah but the the person that had passed one of the people that had passed just wouldn't like i knew they wanted me to to have you tell this message. It was the sister of the person who lost somebody reached out to me. Now, this is such a public figure, and I'm so respectful of their privacy that I'm not going to say their name. Right. But a sister of somebody extremely prominent reached out to me and said, how can I deal with this? I don't know how to have closure here. I'm very upset about what happened. She wrote that to me, and in my um, DM box, you know, I get hundreds thousands of dms okay and i really do try to get back to most of you um but directly underneath out of nowhere the spell the uh, another person wrote so picture my dm box the the sister's name and then right underneath was the name of the person that she lost who wrote me now this was not the same person it was just coincidental it was the name of the person minus one letter it was off by one letter by one letter um it was the name of the person that they had lost now this is all over the news this is a lot okay and i took a screenshot and i sent it to her and i said listen no but here's the thing yeah you didn't you felt I you didn't I, want to. I didn't want. I didn't want to like look like I was trying to sell her on something. Right, and you, That's you know, felt, own, you know, I, yeah, you don't yeah, want to sell her. Right, I understand that, but yeah. like I just could not let it go. You made me, yeah. and I'm like, you, you have to send that. Like <laughs> yes. I'm like, you must send that. Right. And like you're like, no, no, and we're, I'm like, we, no, I, think, I don't want to be pushy. Right. I don't want to look gimmicky. Like, what if she thinks I'm making it up? That's my right. own insecurity. Right. Then we watched an episode of. We didn't send it. We watched an episode of Ozarks. Yes. And I like at the end of the, like you got to send that like you got to send that like it was like like I wouldn't like I know I get OCD about no the, the that's when spirit makes you OCD and will make you give a message but I'm like you know what what's the worst thing like who cares just send off the message and let's be done with it it doesn't matter yeah. as long as we send it off we know we did what was supposed to be done yeah. by this person that passed. I can't yeah. believe I'm talking like this. But then you then you sent it. I sent it. I sent the and screenshot. I, and I was like, fine. And I felt like great. You I felt, felt better, yeah. Because yeah, obviously the, the person that passed, she was trying to get you to give her her relative this message. Right. And um, 
she wrote back to me. She said, thank you so much for this. Like, I've been really angry. I've been really sad. I've been really this and that. And the the thing is, is like, those are kind of walls sometimes for the loved one to get through to you. Um, but anyways, I don't know how we got on that. Oh, you've been channeling the, dead people. Yeah, dead people. Anyways. Well, so, the, yeah, the other thing was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I, I was also, you know, when I was doing my MIR. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned something with, you know, Nancy Anderson. Yeah. Who, who you've worked with. Yes. Uh, talking about like uh, reptilian. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is, and then I was like thinking about like, what is all that? You know? So, so yeah. So, that? so, okay. So there's star seeds and then, but then there's reptilians and there's other forms of star seed energy. And in my star seed, I didn't get so, sometimes I like to just do it from the way I see things, you know, instead of like, like what other people say or whatever, because there's different like subspecies of what different, um, I guess, life forms could be. But I did have an experience with a reptilian and they're not good. And it was interesting because this person's aura was, this is earlier on in my career, but this person's aura was very shape-shifty. I don't know, like they did not have an aura color. It was like very hazy and it changed a lot, which was weird. And anyways, long story short, um, I did a session with them and I got, it wasn't the flu because I went to the doctor and I got tested and it was not the flu, but I was sick for two weeks and it felt like the flu. Like I thought I was going to die. And... I know that was from their energy taking from me. Now, this is when I really started being like, okay, I have to start using some more mystical things that I've just talked about to protect myself. But Scott, right. what do you... Oh, by the way, this reptilian person is yeah. like a healer. Like they, they oh. work as a healer on other people. Oh, God. And they like work on kids and stuff. Like You have to be so careful who you go to. Oh, my God. And, and they actually have like a name for themselves, by the way. So it's kind of like okay. really freaky. The only thing I can think of is like, and you're not going to know this show, and no one in our audience except for me will know yeah. the show. There's a, a show, like a miniseries called V. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. And like underneath everyone, yes. there reptiles. No, that's what it's like. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, oh you know it. Yes. Oh that, my god. No, because it was an old show, and then they re- yeah. tried to redo it. My yeah. parents were like obsessed. Yeah, with they it. love. Yeah. And then it just ended. Oh my god, this it was like a that. good show too. But that's exactly yeah. what it was like. And yeah. I'll tell you how you know reptilians is that they're very cult-like in a way. So usually they're going to have like a following. And the following is based on they're the god of your information. It's not about see a true spiritual leader just shows like tries to get you to see it yourself you know what i mean but somebody who's a reptilian type leader which you really there's a lot out there and you have to watch out for them they are the soul it's like narcissism times a million like they're the only way you can get to yeah. spirit is through them or oh, something okay it's really creepy right. but anyway so what but scott you see my candles you see my essential oils yeah. you know you see my crystals you know you know the kids are into it too what well not brie brie thinks it's kind of weird look, you're you know i sage you what do you think about this stuff look i, I mean look, i'll be honest okay you know I, I mean i just talked about having dead people come through my body so I, i'm really in a bad spot to actually knock all this stuff but you know i, I really don't go you know, i don't put too much uh weight into these kind of things like with the crystals and the spiritual sauces whatever you guys yeah, make yeah sauces yeah yeah sure <laughs> like howling at the moon and yeah the, yeah i don't know I, I for me it doesn't work i mean i'll be honest I, i'm all for it if you're into it and all other people are into it you know that that's fantastic but for me no so what do you do if you feel like someone's like on your vibe I, uh, do you even know what that means no yeah you know i don't yeah no because i'm so clueless that they probably are, and I wouldn't even know it. <laughs> like, what do you like? Don't you ever feel like this person hates me? Don't you ever like have that feeling? Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> like, if somebody comes up to you and they're like, "I hate you," like, how do you react to these things? Um, I'd be like, "Okay, all right." You know, I'm not a fan of you either, but you know, I wasn't going to say anything. But like, what do you yeah. feel about like when like we're in a space and? It, like, I, I I don't know, like, I start saging it or whatever. Like, Well, I, I mean, I like the sage. I mean, I'm okay with the sage just because, like, it's like, I feel like, all right, let's just, like, start it new. Okay. So um, you, I've converted you. Know, like, you know, that's not true. Yeah. You know, sometimes what I'll do, honestly, like, you know, my my showers without soap. Ew. Uh Sometimes I'll take it, like, and I never actually probably told you this. You have not. No, I have not. Sometimes I will take, like, a shower just to, like, refresh. Like, oh, to, like, yeah. to get to like all right we did that yeah and now i'm gonna take the shower and it's like kind of like a um that's a ritual yeah okay that's a cleansing so, ritual yeah, like a cleansing yeah ritual. i don't use soap during those okay those well, are not can. those are non soap showers you, you you can you can <laughs> yeah but, but it's like you know that could be like my third shower of the day 
Listen, we have a yeah. game. We have okay. to lighten things up. Let's lighten things up. Okay. What is our game called today? All right. So I figured we end, you know, because it was a serious topic, with five things that you would break the quarantine for. You know, feel free to play at home here. Feel free to play at home. Yeah. So basically, the, these are things like you're taking your mask off, you're not practicing the social distancing of six feet. You know, you might be like on top of each other. Uh, like full pre-pandemic full conditions. pre-pandemic conditions. All right. right. So here right. we go. I came up with five. You came up with yeah. five. I don't know your list. You don't know my exactly. list. Exactly. My first one is I just need a haircut. You know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm willing to break the quarantine. Totally break it. For a haircut. Okay. No mask. You six just, feet. Really? Well, they, they can't. You... I can wear the mask, I guess. Okay. Right. Well, except for when they do my ear around my ears. Yeah. Then I have to take the mask off. Yeah. So... So you're going you're gonna to break, okay. Well, I would break quarantine for like I, an all-inclusive vacation to like Margaritaville. Oh, okay. I, just, I, I, Leanna has, Leanna, our admin and our assistant has like totally turned me on to that place. It's, it's a happy place. Okay. And that's funny because my, that was your number one. My name, yeah. my number two was to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Really? You yeah. risk it for that? I've been listening to like Jimmy Buffett every day. You have. Like all his like kind of like older songs too. Not even like the, you know, not even the Cheeseburger in Paradise and yeah, the Margaritaville. I've been going great. like down into the it's, barrels of his stuff. Yeah. It's, so I'd go to, yeah, I think I would. Your, I mean, your Jimmy Buffett deep tracks, like deep track. really <laughs> yeah, like, deep cuts. Like some of the, like Cowboy in the Jungle like, and all this stuff. Sometimes he'll just sing a song with a Jamaican accent and I just feel like that might be racist. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Oh, I thought like, you meant me. No, uh, no I don't do that. Like, Jimmy Buffett will sing a song, but then he has a Jamaican accent. And it's uh, like. I'm not shaggy. I like it so. I don't know. Like, shaggy. What is that? Shaggy. Shaggy. In 1999, we loved Shaggy. shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Moving on. No, he's Mr. 305. <laughs> oh, my God. We saw this the other day, people. Pitbull's Mr. 305, which is the Miami area code. I can't with that guy. He's okay. Tried. What's right. the next thing? Uh, you're up. Oh, I'm up? Okay. Any sort of... Oh, no, no. I think I'm up. No, you're up. Okay, you're up. Well, any sort of time with Keanu Reeves. Like, okay. I oh, all right. will and right. not... Pre-pandemic conditions for that. He's okay, clean. So he's clean. Mm, I can tell. Pre-pandemic conditions, Keanu all day. Okay, what's your next one? All right. My next one is I would be okay now with doing a barn raise with the Amish. It's a sick fetish I deal it's with. It's a sick fetish I have. I deal with a sick fetish. It's getting stronger. It's getting the, stronger in this pandemic. The more that the Amish contact me, the more I want to go. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't have the corona so because they're so isolated. Yeah. Um, so, they, you know, I'd be okay with not wearing a mask. Ed, I'm, yeah. Do you remember when we went to the office convention? There was only one. Yes. And I forget what year it was. It was in, in uh, Scranton. But it was but what year? It was in Scranton, PA. Oh god, I don't know. And it was remember. one year yeah. and it was the mo- and we drank at Poor Richards. Yes. And I almost got arrested at Poor Richards. You, you hooked your friend up with a a girl yeah. because you hated his fiance so you made you like yes. turned his life around that night. Yes, I did. And saved him from this awful marriage. Uh, I sure did. And it was the most epic time ever and I would yep. read you that. Okay. That whole experience. Poor Richards. Without, okay. I'd break that for Corona. The whole, yeah, the whole office convention. Wow. I can't, you know, it was the one and only ever. We saw all the characters. It was, yep. we, it was a panel. People were dressed up like them. It was awesome. Yes, I would, I would break it for that. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't put that on my list. I didn't think about that, but I might. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I would. Maybe I'd switch that out with the Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, I agree. Not the barn raising, but the Jimmy Buffett. No, I, w- I didn't think he would. <laughs> I had. I would love to sit. At the Cafe du Monde oh my God. in Louisiana. Yes. And have a, like, 10 beignets. Yes. Five cups of coffee. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I'm stealing that. You're stealing that yeah, one? Yeah, okay. that's good. Like, just nonstop, just keep yeah. bringing them out. Keep maybe, bringing them out, the beignets. <laughs> maybe Megan Emmons will invite us back to New Orleans if she goes back there. <laughs> she goes back. We could hang out with her again. And- Go That's what get we some did beignets. last time, yeah. and yeah. we're gonna do that again. Yeah. And then she, we got him to go. She had some in her house. She like, did. Like, I mean, she, I mean, she's great hospitality. She'll stay there, everything, and and she had and beignets, she had beignets from Cafe Dumas. She rocks. She's awesome. All right, 
You have any more? No, are those, your I mean, those, those right. are my ones. All right, know? And, you know, these are good. And here's my last one. I've really always wanted to do this. Okay. Uh, I want to go on a double date with a couple. Okay. Um, and I was thinking the couple I'd like to go on a double date with, because I think they really get to along well, is Kristen Cavalieri and Jason Cutler. Oh, this is... Um, He's from the Bears and... and it's going to be awkward for you. Why? Um, like, they, they broke up this week. No. Scott, they broke up. They seem so happy. No, they broke up. What? I her, did a whole post on my Instagram. Come on. I look at her Instagram. She looks like him and her in love. They're the greatest people, you know. Sometimes yellow purple living the greatest lives. look good, you know. Really? Yeah, on Instagram. That's like one of their talents. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah, super awkward. So Jay Cutler. It's over. The football player, Kristen Cavalieri. They're done. From whatever show, Gary The Mountains. Cavalieri. The Hills. Oh, The Hills. The Hills. <laughs> <laughs> They're done. Oh. I guess, like, all right, I'm going to have to pick gonna, another you're couple. You're going to have to go more than that. Definitely gonna, not going to be uh, Kanye and, uh, what's her name? Kim. Kim. And yeah, their kids, but, northeast, west, yeah, south. Yeah. Because God knows what we get into there. Probably might want us to make a sex tape with them. Um, <laughs> anyhow. Anyhow, well, on that note. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for joining. As always, I appreciate you, and I want to hear your feedback on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook group. Take care. <laughs> Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.